and namaste. Immerse in your own power with Abha. The woman who has shattered ceilings, made new rules, and shows you exactly how. Straight from the heart, says it just as it is. This show is dedicated to your power. Welcome to Breakout with Abha. I'm bound to create The love I appreciate No license do I praise Or reframe my brave Freedom Is all I see Expanse Is all I breathe Move away blocks Cause you have to shut up I'm born to create Hi, Namaste, and welcome to Breakout with me, Abha. Thank you so much for watching. As you know, we bring on people, uh, bring on breakout people who are extraordinary game changers, mavericks, people who have been there, done that, made new rules, and helped us understand how to make those new rules. They help us understanding how to break out of what we find limiting and break into something that is absolutely necessary for us. Um, and we learn from them something very interesting. That is that there are no rules out there. We make the rules all on the way. So uh, my guest today is one of the brightest business women in India and globally, a leader extraordinaire, a very, very unusual chairperson. She's She's embarrassed, you can see on the side, but she is, she is just like that, a very, very unusual chairperson of a leading uh, business conglomerate, passionate about alternative fuel and energy with an acute sense of environment and the impetus on green at her company, Thermax. Uh, Thermax, the industry leader in global energy and social responsibility. Uh, she is the new generation entrepreneur who does not believe in stereotypes, the true breakout woman. Please welcome Mehar Padamji. Mehar, how are you? Hi, thanks, Abha, for inviting me. I'm very well, thank you. I am I'm, uh, very glad that you're here because I know you're extremely busy. So we're going to do a quick uh, thing. We, we I'm working on women's leadership. May I have authored a book called Nucleus Power, Women Lead from the Core, where we are looking at insights for uh, women leaders uh, all across the spectrum, not just in a corporate sector, but otherwise, entrepreneurs who would want to go out and do things. Um, so we want to, uh, you've got very, very impressive numbers behind you, and I'm not truly interested in that. I'm more interested in the person behind that number uh, because I want to pick your brains on that and understand from you a couple of lessons in leadership, human strength, and as a woman, uh, what do you advise to people, uh, women out there who want to take up entrepreneurship and business? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, so uh, for me, um, I, I know you, you uh, this is a family company, Thermax, and you came into a picture. I mean, you, you came in uh, for a reason and people thought inheritance has been a cakewalk. Uh, for mm. people who, who just walk in there and you know it's all there for them it's on a plate and everything is easy and I just want to put that message out there and coming from you it'll be a great message for everybody who's uh, who's watching uh, that inheritance or no in inheritance I think it's a lot of hard work and a lot of um, uh, energy put behind anything that needs to be successful so what's your take on that? Absolutely um, I think uh, inheritance in fact puts on a huge responsibility exactly, yeah. <laughs> you're responsible to so many different stakeholders starting with your employees your customers your shareholders as you go public 
your suppliers because you're responsible for people their families um you're responsible for the environment you're responsible for several uh, aspects of business wow. and uh, and so therefore inheritance is no cakewalk i can assure you um but i i also feel inheritance is not a burden uh so i don't think you should see it as a burden either because right. i think if you're passionate in doing something if you really enjoy what you're doing and want to make a difference right. and there's a purpose behind which you're doing things right. um i don't think inheritance is a burden either so uh it's a lot of hard work uh and it's not only hard work at the top but i think it's hard work uh, throughout the organization right right and and i i think we have a good team in place um and a good set of people who have built this organization over time that that's uh, that i mean that's that's exactly the truth because people look at it and look at it as something very easy and you know you go go to a business school get into the company and everything is happening for you that's not quite true and uh, one needs to put real work behind that so under your leadership mayor thermax became an, an industry leader in global energy and social responsibility so did you have a uh, of course the company vision was there you as a person um, and I'm, i'm again talking to all the women entrepreneurs and business women who are watching them uh, what were the key things that you chose as a path towards your strategy for growth for the company at that point of time uh so first of all let me tell you that um that it was my uh mother who chaired the company before me right. and took over from her in the year 2004 uh in fact she turned around she it was during her time that the company right. turned around she took it to a respectable level before sort of <laughs> handing over the reins right uh, so i think uh, i mean in terms of uh, you you're talking about strategies for growth uh within the company uh, is it is it like when when we get in there we have a little bit of a path for where are we walking towards so is that this is something that usually somebody we'll have a vision and mission for a company but then we'll also have stuff to do because we know that this is what's going to work for us and this is how what we are good at so something of that sort sure so basically in 2004 when i took over the company had just come out of a turnaround and um uh so we actually brought in a consultant uh, right. to help us in terms of really understanding what should our strategy be going forward and uh, some of the areas that we decided to concentrate on was uh, first of all domestic dominance if you want to be a leader right. you need to dominate in your home market before you can have the right to another market right um so uh, the first thing was domestic dominance the second was we decided to look at our international space and earlier we were all over the uh, the globe right uh, and we decided instead of doing something like that we should be very selective being in the capital goods sector it involves not only sales but even service and regular maintenance of our equipment right and so we decided that we need to selectively focus on a few markets get a market share in those markets right. and be able to service our customers in those markets right. to a level uh, that is okay with us mm-hmm. um and so we decided to selectively uh, focus on just a few markets and that's what we're doing today the third um as i said since we had just come up, come round from a turnaround uh what stops when a company is not doing well is money spent on innovation and r&d right 
and so we wanted to really kickstart the R&D engine and uh, so we we invested a lot of time a lot of effort and some money in terms of uh, making people feel that it's okay to make mistakes it's okay to kick start the innovation engine again uh, because you can't afford to make mistakes right. in a time when money is short right uh, so so the whole kick starting of that happened during that time right Uh, and then we also decided to focus on the organization and building up the organization training investment in our people uh, because they had gone through a difficult patch right. uh, during the time of the turnaround so we spent a lot of time and effort on doing that so these were some of the areas that we really focused on at the time right so as entrepreneurs uh, because we uh, when when people start out and when especially with women i think um, they take on too much on themselves So you just mentioned you were already a big company, but you did bring in experts from outside to help you understand. But uh, when when people start off in in their own companies, they want to hold on to most of the stuff and say, okay, I'm going to do it all by myself. How how uh, uh, and and that's where they probably also lose out on expert advice or other people's help that can come in. Um, and uh, mm-hmm. and that's where they probably make more mistakes also because uh, when you do it all by yourself, everything you are the expert at everything. probably you do not know where you you are making um where is the where the gaps and what things are happening so your mother anu aga uh, she is one of the legendary people in the country she brought in these consultants and outside experts to help you uh, uh you've already mentioned that yes that happened in the company can you just tell us one more time that it's important to be able to bring in expert advice coaches and uh, you know knowledge um, capital in some form uh, for us to be able to see things through and rather than doing it all by ourselves you know i think one of the biggest things that i've learned from my mother is the humility to say i don't know or the humility to say that i'm out of debt right. and i need help and i think uh, i think and i i think it's it's easier for a woman to say that <laughs> than for a man right. very often comes uh, in the way of their sort of macho image right. that i need to know everything uh, if i'm in this position um so i'm uh, i'm i'm really happy that we were able to bring in someone and i think it's really important from time to time um to bring in expertise i mean it doesn't have to be someone really expensive but it it's nice to get a mirror right. in some ways to look at yourself and also to get an outside in perspective very often you have a very narrow perspective of just the organization and you're so concentrated on what you're doing and what you want to do well right. that you forget what lies outside right so once in a while i think it's very good to get in this outside in expertise oh, which and, we and did that, that's that's uh, yeah that's actually very important i according to uh, what i have learned over the years that what people give you from outside as an outside perspective will always give you uh, uh, an an uh, a space for in which you can think differently so if, uh, otherwise you're still sitting in that box trying to do your best and not moving forward so to building a build momentum it is very very important uh, may your first opportunity with mistakes chaos and some sort of you know uh, uh, confusion was when you and your husband went to england and look after a sick plant in uk and you you did a turn around there so mm-hmm. uh, tell us about that that what happened there and you were still short of money you were short of people and you were just about short of everything uh, so uh, how did you manage that um so first of all when when i joined the company my parents always believed that i had to start at the very bottom 
um so after i finished my masters in chemical engineering i came back to india and joined as a trainee engineer one amongst 100 others who joined at the same time um if i remember correctly we probably were about four or five women who joined at the time but i don't quite remember that um and and it was a very good induction program in the organization because we had to um really go through the various departments um before we were put in a division including service at site right. uh, for a short time in fact today it's a must that everybody whether you're man or woman right. spends 6 months at a site uh before you actually join a department in the company right um so after we joined 2 uh, years into that both my husband and i uh, we were sent to the uk to turn around this uh, sick unit and um it was great because i think we were just thrown into the deep end um had had a great mentor in one of our directors at the time who joined us for a year um and who really taught us in terms of what is marketing and how we should look at what the customer requires and not try and just dump equipment that we manufacture in one market into another right um so we really learned in terms of marketing we learned everything because we were just about five or six of us in the office so mm-hmm. from sales to service to production to um procurement to finance i mean right. we were really managing everything right um so it gave me a a super insight into how to run a tiny startup almost right, right. and um and we had no money um so i think the biggest value for both feroz and me was the value of cash right and how to distinguish between cash flow and profits um because profits is something that you can have on paper but if you don't have the cash right. there's no way that you can make the engine run right um so uh, i mean just little things like we had to we didn't have money to fly to germany to service a customer and so we had to actually drive from the uk into east germany and paint boilers service the customer uh, i mean it was it was looking back to think wow we really you know it was fun but at the time it was quite stressful and it can uh, be overwhelming right I mean, when you when you're in a place like this but i know i i think the when i hear you i your um, uh, you've come out of it you've got your lessons from there and i think the biggest lessons of your cash flow versus profit and being able to serve the customer uh, it's yeah. it's one of the key things that one learns in business um, so mayor there's a there's a common thread that runs between all stakeholders in a business and which is what i think uh, we we all need to we all need to know as business people or entrepreneurs so starting from uh, your your uh, the teams within the company to the customer outside the company and the thread that flows between them not just mm-hmm. via the products or the service but in terms of the overall relationship that is built uh, how how is your company do, do you have a do you have a strategy out there which people can learn from um i don't think there's a particular strategy in that i think it's first of all built over time right. and um and there's a lot of training we spend a lot of time in terms of training mm-hmm. um so training our people in terms of we've had many many um people come in and train our workforce in terms of how do you sell to a customer right how do you engage with a customer um how important marketing is as opposed to sales right um, and so 
so we try and it's a matter of practice it's a matter of trial and error um, and also we've learned over the years that it is different in different even in different parts of india right it is different. right uh, how to tailor make it to suit the customer in that particular region right so so i think it's a it's something that's learned over the years and and you you also in a company there's a there there's a very strong and powerful succession training system in thermax where mm-hmm. everyone i mean people are rotated and everyone has an opportunity to be uh, to get the best mentorship in every department uh, which is what i i no it's not true no no everybody is not rotated or anything like that but we have a very strong succession planning uh, mechanism in place okay. okay where where the top management team actually goes away twice a year for a period of 2 days okay and actually goes through a list of of most people within the organization right. what their skill set is what their strengths are what their areas of improvement are right. where are the vacancies in the company what are so uh, what kind of needs do we need to fill in terms of training needs for that particular individual so that he is able to take over either in a drop dead position right or in a planned position okay you okay. know so 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 there is a there's a huge amount of planning that takes place uh, and has taken place over the last many years mm-hmm. in the organization which is led by our ceo and md mr unni krishnan right right so yeah i mean mr unni krishnan is one of the smartest people i have read about so i'm 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 going to call him also <laughs> <laughs> i will <laughs> so you you face an economic downturn uh, mayor and you you said somewhere that it was good that it happened Uh, because uh, all everybody was saying because i was watching one of your interviews on tv and this strip was running under, underneath mayor padanji thinks it's all right so <laughs> while the world was getting ready to crumble under pressure you were fine and uh, uh, you know so tell us about I, i think it's a very powerful way to look at something which which usually looks so dark to everybody and looks like everybody is going to fall where you actually got up and said that this was a good time for us to look inwards and figure what what was going on yeah i think i wouldn't say it was happy times it was very stressful times right. but at the same time i don't think um i don't think you can do anything apart from change yourself when things are going wrong right. you can't change the world right uh, but you can change what you can do right and and so i i think it was in a way a wake up call uh, for the organization to say that listen i think uh, maybe it's time to look inwards now to look at how we can improve our quality how we can up our services how we can um just look at different processes and systems within the organization are they are they right for the scale that we are today right. so i think it was just a wake up call for us to now look inwards right and, and really move and see how we could get uh, sort of push up the ante so that when the market again once again opens up we are ready, ready to strike ready to strike super so i think preparation and uh, uh, figuring out exactly where we stand truthfully is is important mm-hmm. and what we can do our do ourselves to change if within our space for us to be right. ready and preparation is key preparation uh, meeting with opportunity is the perfect way to look at things and wait for the right opportunity right timing so thermax uh, mayor has been and your father has been a key person behind there uh, uh creating the value system over there so businesses are all about profit but if you do not have a proper value system in place uh uh it's it doesn't quite work in the long term so thermax is known for its corporate ethics 
and uh, I'm really, really keen to learn from you that it's over the years that it has been it has been built. How can people learn from you? Um, I think a lot of it starts from the top. It always starts from the top. Always right. Um, I think starting from my grandfather who who started the organization and then my father who built it. Um, they genuinely believed that uh, this that an organization is not built by hook or by crook. Right. Organization is something that has to sustain over generations, and um, I think that can only happen if there is a larger purpose to uh, to sort of growing an entity. Right. And my dad strongly believed that profit is not just a set of figures but of values. Right. Um, so. you can grow a business uh, in many ways but he genuinely felt that um, growth should be something that's sustainable growth should be something that has governance and ethics behind it right and uh, we don't want it we we want to sleep well at night right and so so hopefully let us grow keeping that in mind so right. that all our employees can sleep well at night yeah and so I think that's been really the the core of uh, the organization as it grows. Having said that, being in capital goods industry, we are. I mean, it's not like you're lily white. Uh-huh. Okay, operating in India, it's 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 not a cakewalk. Right. Uh, um. But I would say, by and large, uh, I'm very proud to say that this organization has stayed the path. That's that's really great because conscious-driven businesses are. ones that sustain themselves over a long period because we i mean we see that they can build trust of a kind mm-hmm. that normally other ones that 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 are not able to do that um uh, don't have that kind of trust with the with the customer or with the stakeholders so uh, my my last question to you mayor because uh, uh, we we've uh, we've seen you as a very simple person and uh, what does success mean to you um, a lot of women are watching you here and you're so simple you don't flaunt you're so soft spoken you like the person i'll i'll say come here let's cook a maggie and eat together uh, and people think that successful people are always mean harsh and ruthless and so on and so forth and i don't think you represent that that category at all uh, so what does where where, where is this uh, where does, what is your definition of success your simplicity speaks so loud that uh, we are all inspired watching you be in this space oh, first of all thanks aba i think i think my company has been successful and because i am at the helm of the organization you you sort of related to me and say that i am successful so thank you for that uh, but um i'm i think success really is um uh, to me it's it's a it's not about doing something at the organization level only for me success is much more holistic um for me success is how do i feel confident if i'm confident of myself i feel i'm successful if i have committed to doing something and i do it i feel i'm successful if i've committed to my children that i'll be home at a particular time and i get home on time that to me is success right if we say that we are going to um uh, that we are going to do something in a particular area and we and we move towards that that to me is success So I think success has is multi-dimensional. Right. And um and my mom always says that success at work should not be at the cost of success in life. 
so I think it's really important because we are the same person whether we are at home or whether we are in the workspace. Right. So I think if we define it more holistically, right. I think I would be, I am happier that way. Right. Uh, and I feel as long as you are at peace with yourself, I think one is, that one feels one feels successful, yes. So if uh, for everybody watching, uh, success at work means that you don't have to do it at the cost of success in life. And holistic success is what is important. Um, and people like Meher are already living it. And we have to be full, full, fully living people, not just successful at work and not doing well at the other end, uh, but figuring out for ourselves that at all the places that we are at, that we are doing the best that we can do. So that's what probably success would mean for all of us. So thank you, Meher. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for your time. Uh, immense lessons over there on, on human strength and leadership. And we look forward to speak to you one more time.